0: matt mosley matt mosley matt mosley show uh espn central texas john jacus joining us now and uh, coach jacus associate head uh, co-associate head coach for the bears john uh, hope all is well i i gotta ask you great to have you how are you by the way you doing everything going okay this summer i mean Been really, uh, nothing really going on with the program, right? Just been a nice, relaxing off-season?
1: Yeah, one, I'm doing great. Thanks for having me. And two, if you call this uh, relaxing, then you and I have a very different version of what the word means.
0: (laughs) But at the end of
1: the day, uh, we had a whole roster in our workouts today. They started at 7 a.m. with Coach Charlie in the weight room and then got out on the court. And we had a wonderful day. So it's a little hard work. Makes this kind of stuff work out, then it's worth it.
0: What can you What can you do, kind of, right now when the whole roster gets out there on the courts? I mean, obviously, like you said, Coach Charlie, big focus on the workout portion, getting the lifts in, getting the conditioning in that you need. What are you really trying to accomplish the most, especially with these incoming? You got to get everybody integrated into the system. What um, What What's kind of being accomplished? Here in mid-June.
1: Yeah, I think the integration part's a big deal. Them hanging out with each other really matters. And you don't need the coaches for that. That just needs to happen naturally. The more they love each other, the more they play hard. Um, You know, the second piece is obviously Coach Charlie and Dave getting their bodies right, healthy, strong, athletic. All that's going really well. Charlie's great at his job. And the guys have decided to do that at 7 a.m. this summer rather than a little later in the day, which... It's a great habit, but it's just another way for us coaches to get tired. But when they're willing to work like that, you're happy about it. And then you get to do individuals on the court. You get to do your position group and just hang out. And I think that's an awesome thing. I've enjoyed being with the guards. And I know Coach New and Coach AB have enjoyed their roles with the wings and bigs. Um, and then lastly, I'd say we get to hang out with our former players. If you look in the gym today, there was Devontae Bandu, Maceo T on Mitchell and Mark Bio were all hanging out, doing rehab, recovery, and even playing with us when we went up and down five on five. So uh, that's one of the sweetest things about the summers. Our old players come back. So I think building culture is probably the best way to sum all
0: that up. What sport is Vital playing now? Um, have we? There's. I feel like there was wrestling involved. There's been football, and I think I heard recently maybe he's returned to basketball. Uh, his first love obviously is that the direction Mark Vidal, the villain is leaning these days?
1: Yeah, I'll say basketball' probably always part of his story. Uh, this is his first love. He's an elite athlete so unlike you and I he has these problems where he can pick between three professional sports and uh, you know they're just not calling us on the phone with the same request that to call Mark Vidal with. So uh, him being a special athlete obviously has caused his path to take some different terms. Um, But he's in our gym, he's working out, playing basketball. He's going to get right over this next month with Coach Charlie, and and my guess is he ends up overseas playing somewhere.
0: What's this Jaden Nunn look like uh, once you've got him in here in person and see him interacting with the guys and everything? Uh, Y'all are expecting big-time defensive help from him. And uh, Coach Drew even mentioned Vital. He mentioned Davion, didn't say he was going to be those guys, but said kind of cut from that type cloth. What have you been able to determine in your short time around Mr. Nunn in terms of what he could bring on the defensive side?
1: Yeah, defense is a a special quality. Um, I think some people think anybody can do it, and the offense is the hard side of the ball. Uh, That's just not the case. Um, especially when you're going to be an elite defender, whether it's your wingspan or the quickness of your feet or your instincts, the way you react to things, you guard on the ball and off the ball, where you can read maybe 10 guys on the defensive end as the offense moves the way a point guard can on the offensive end. He has all of those little things, and you want to teach that to guys and you hope they have it, and they're all wonderful athletes, but there's just this it quality to being a quarterback. There's this it quality to being a pitcher. There's this it quality to being a point guard there's also this little it quality to being a defensive player. And when Coach compares him to good defensive players from the past, he's obviously focusing on that it quality. And I think James just has that. And uh, the coolest thing about that is his defense is contagious. And uh, when you see somebody play like that and play that hard and affect the ball, you just feel like you better do that or you're going to stand out. And so there's like this personal accountability that comes with that. Macy T. just told me a story of how Davion played so hard. He would watch, and he's like, well, if I don't do that, I'm just going to look bad. So it just lifts everybody up. And um, I just think Jaden has it on the defensive end, and it's what we recruited him for, and that's translated a little bit in the summer so far. We'll see how it plays out, but we're really happy that he's here. And offensively, you can't forget he shoots 40% from three, and there's a real good basketball player there.
0: Forty percent from three. I like that, and uh, you'll like to shoot the three ball, and uh, and then our man Ray J, as he kind of comes in, uh, has turned into more of a scorer. Um, and I, you know, I'm sure you've gotten, you're going to get him to buy into defense as well. He's got steals and that kind of thing. What was it about Ray J that uh, that you felt like he would be a great fit culture wise, and then what you guys do on the court?
1: Yeah, well, you and I can start here. He's from Chicago, which, you know, I like that. His favorite NFL football team is the Chicago Bears. So right there, I was kind of won over. Um, The fact that he averages 19 points a game and six assists and five rebounds is pretty special. And I think we have a model. We don't go all in on one kind of recruiting. It's good to balance your team. We're not all high school. We're not all juco. We're not all overseas. We're not all transfer. We're a little bit of everything. But one predominant point of our team-building model, our recruiting model, has always been transfer guards in the last half decade. And Ray J is that. He's a fifth-year guy. He sticks to our plan. He fits our plan. He looks like our plan. And the great thing about Ray J is he can play a little defense, but analytically, per 100 possessions, he's the first transfer guard we've brought in to provide over 120 points per 100 possessions on offense. So when you think of the transfer guards that have played for us, and to say that he's the most efficient offensive player of them all before he got to us, I think we're really looking to that kind of point guard who can be passed first at time also to, to lead our team. And then he's leaving Toledo. So we were the number two offense in the country last year out of 360 teams, and Toledo was top five. So he's run a top five offense before. Um, so it's like plug and play, but a little more pass first. And I think the guys playing around them have really enjoyed that when they play with him this summer.
0: John Jake is joined the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, Jalen Bridges, that news coming down. Y'all were hoping that would be the case. It does become the case. and But how exciting is that to retain a player of that magnitude who is still ascending as a player? And I'm sure you have the uh, numbers to back it up. But, you know, his scoring was up. Late, you know, later last season, and then in the in the uh, uh, second round of the NCAA, scores 28 points in a game, was really starting to become more of a primary type scorer than what he was. In, certainly early in the season. He's, and he's always does some dirty work, which is helpful. Block shots, offensive rebounds, uh, does a lot of that. How how big a relief and, and how much excitement was there for you as a coaching staff and your in your players? for Jalen to make that decision that he would stay with the Bears?
1: Yeah, well, I would say we're over the moon about having Jalen back. And uh, over the last six to eight weeks, you would always text him and you say, what's going on? And the truth is, it's great recruiting at this point for teams that are on a top level plays around the NBA combine. And if you're getting good players to come back or transfer players to come in, It's the ones that go through the combine process. So you're not really getting your information until May 31st. You're having to work through and wait and be patient, be in contact. And all along, we wanted Jalen Bridges back, and and we got our guy. And what Jalen did the last three or four weeks of the season was remarkable. And if we can get four months of that, I think we'll be thrilled. And he's a really, really good basketball player. Who's been up through a lot of Big 12 wars? We're talking tons of Big 12 experience at this point between his time at West Virginia and us. So we're the best league in the country. I don't think there's very many wing forwards that have the experience he has and then also the efficiency he has. And then more than that, I just think as our business becomes more professional, Matt, you, you've got to remain a person. And um, him and his girlfriend, Maddie, and their dog, you know, they come over to the house. They're, they're our friends. They're a part of our life. And even though this portal thing is making our job a business, it's it's good to have relationships that last. And so to have them in my life personally and our lives as a whole for more than just a short time, but to get them an extra year is actually a gift. So we're still trying to do this the Baylor way. We're still trying to have special relationships with our players. And uh, Jalen's a special person. I'm just happy he's back.
0: What, what type of dog is that that Jalen uh... – Uh, shows up and do your kids uh enjoy the the dog are they are they leery of the dog or is it is it a pretty friendly sort
1: well it's a medium golden doodle and we actually have the same dog and they're born in the same month they're both about three years old and their dog's name is theo and our dog's name is Addie after addison avenue where wrigley field is on in chicago and theo and Addie actually have play dates together and so my kids are not scared of his dog at all but uh it's quite the opposite. They get along, and I guess in the next week or so, is that Theo and Addie will be running around our pool in the backyard, uh, playing with each other. So uh, we've got the same kind of dog, the exact same kind of dog, and same age. The only difference is his is a boy and ours is a girl. So um, we we even like that part of Jalen. So that's a special thing for my kids too.
0: Do you ever have media stop by the poolside? Is that a place that? Is that anything you've ever entertained, the idea of maybe having a, a radio personality stop by to either lay out or just kind of uh, visit next to the pool?
1: Are you inviting yourself over? Because you're so <laughs> We to make that happen. <laughs> you know, the crazy thing is that, you know, you, you think about that, but, um, you know, like Luke Simon, our ops guy, his, his oldest boy is like I'm three, four years old, bored, He's getting bigger. And Jalen is his favorite basketball player in the world. It's like LeBron James. And so he comes over and he sees Jalen. It's like his whole world explodes. Um, so, you know, that kind of stuff is special. But as a special radio guy, you want to come over and hang out in the backyard. You can come over anytime, Matt.
0: I want Coach Peterson to be there because we both kind of understand oh, analytics. and we're, sure. we're both big NBA-type guys. And so we I think we would have a lot to talk about in the backyard there.
1: Okay, you and him can debate the NBA in the backyard. We'll work it out. Mm -hmm.
0: Were you happy with that uh, result, Uh, Denver, winning that? I always think back to, like, you've got connections with a lot of different teams. Were were you, I'm thinking who you know on the heat, but were you, I mean, I just thought that was, I, I love Joker. I mean, he may be my favorite player of the NBA, other than the Baylor guys, for sure. But what an amazing player he's become uh it's just in jamal murray i mean they're a really cool story of what they put together and uh i mean what was what pick was he 41st they weren't even on tv when they made the pick i think they were showing a taco bell commercial and and he's become the greatest player in the nba and he's a somewhat slow moving you know seven foot dude um it's just not the way you felt like the nba was going but every once in a while you just have somebody that is just different they're just too good to i mean it, it's just kind of remarkable the player he's become and the person that he is
1: yeah i mean you know my story a little bit and my time coaching professionally in eastern europe and i lived right in serbia and coach serbians no one at his level clearly he's special um and my passport's filled with stamps from recruiting that area. And, um, between Africa and Europe, we obviously have a good portion of our roster come from overseas. So, uh, I love his game and I, I love what they're doing. Uh, more than that, you just got odd friendships or weird special friendships in our profession. Uh, one of their front office guys, Scott Howard, is one of the nicest guys in the business. And when I go overseas to recruit, they're over there scouting for the future and we have dinner together and Um, One of our former players, Connor at Gonzaga is actually an assistant there now behind the bench. He's the main video guy and he works out some of the guys um, also does player development. So this GA uh, player coaching tree that Mark few and got drew have, that is now like intertwined at the highest levels. um, One of our young guys has an NBA championship ring. So that's actually really special as a coach. When you see a kid that you coached now have a championship ring in the NBA. So, um, i know I know most people are rooting for the players in the in the front, but for us a lot of it at this point in our life comes down to the the coaches in the front office and to see people you know like that win rings is actually really nice
0: and what about what about epe Udo getting that job with the Atlanta Hawks with Quinn Snyder what did you i am sure you've gotten to know epe over the years being around the Baylor program all that coming back to talk to the guys um how do you think he'll do? I mean, that's always interesting. You got to start somewhere. He's starting at a pretty great place, from a coaching standpoint. Um, and and uh, well, how do you think he'll do as a coach? And what qualities do you, does he have that'll make him particularly good at this? If you think he's going to be good at yeah. this, which I, I no, have to think that you would.
1: No, no, no. He's going to be great. He's not just a lottery pick. He's somebody came comes back every summer. Uh, he'll come back and work out with the bigs, but also come back and guard the guards. And um, he's as knowledgeable and um, true of a big man defensive player that you'll find in the world. And whether he won your early championships or in the NBA, there's there's very few players as, as smart and complete as he is when it comes to understanding the game and the game plan and how things work. And he's played for some of the best coaches in the world, both in the NBA and out. And I think Everyone in the Baylor tree knew that if they wanted to coach, he would skip a ton of steps. And the fact that he's with the Hawks this fast and with Quinn after playing for him in Utah and Dennis and Jake Lindsay were in Utah at the time, also two Baylor guys. Um, no one's surprised by that. Uh, Ep fantastic. And he can coach as long as he wants. The truth is he might do whatever he wants in this world as long as he wants, but coaching's certainly one of them. And, um, you know, that it quality, you just kind of know certain people are going to end up coaches or they're going to stay in basketball. You know, like Tweety Carter came back to us recently. Tweety has that quality. Ep has it. And um, he's a super special person. I, I wish I could have coached him. I wish I know him better. I wish I could spend more time with him. But the time I have gotten to spend with him when he returns in the off offseason, he's really special. And I bet if you ask Scott and Jerome and these other guys about Ep, they'll tell you the same thing. I mean, he is, he is, is smart. A basketball player, players you're going to find so he'll be a fantastic coach
0: we wanted him to stay all those years ago but he was he ended up going what six overall in the lottery hard to get yeah. someone to stay uh when that's going to happen what are you going to do for the draft by the way um you know it's it's kind of fun you'll have some uh folks involved and uh Chianti, well you know hoping he goes uh pretty early maybe in that top 15 hopefully a lottery pick what do you like to do um, it, with the draft? I'm sure in the past you've actually uh, attended the draft.
1: Yeah, it was Jeremy's uh, invitation last year with one of our GAs, demand. Scott was there also. He was doing TV, I think, and some other things. But he was around for Jeremy, and then Kendall Brown was drafted also. So that was a really special night and a really st- special personal story for me you know, recruiting Jeremy from sixteen and then walking through that and seeing him be a lottery pick. Uh, there's a few things in my coaching process that I think I've I've loved more than being part of that. And I'll be at the draft again this week. I'm gonna go and support Keontae I think I'm gonna be sitting with his family and um when you see another Baylor kid, Baylor guard get drafted this this week, you're just really thankful for it. You know, you're trying to do two things at once. You're trying to help kids get to the next place while you're trying to convince them to do their best and win right where they're at and nobody does that perfect but I think we're trying to do it the best we can and uh, one of the things about that is you got to celebrate it when it happens. Gante should be celebrated. Uh, What he did as a freshman is is really hard to do to average 15 points a game in the Big 12. I just think it almost people are underrating how good it was and I just hope all his dreams come true and you know, since junior high, he's been a top five kid in the country. That's a lot of pressure to hold at such a young age, and then to hold that true all the way to this point and get drafted in the first round. I just it should be commended. And then we're hoping Adam gets picked in in the draft also. And never underestimate Adam Flagler, where he started at Presbyterian to where he he has gone, and then where he took Baylor along the way. And uh, he's as Joy-filled, you know, if you think of some one person when you think of joy in Scott Drew, you probably think of Adam just because of the way he does his interviews and what he represents and what he stands for. And We're hoping the same for him. We just think he deserves to be honored, and his basketball story deserves a draft pick at this point. And I'm hoping it's a special day for us, and it doesn't have anything really due to us. We'll just hit a root and, and be humble. But um, I'll be there at the draft, so
0: it'll be a good All day. I- what what sort of suit do you have laid out? I mean, have you gotten the family involved? Has your wife at least kind of been through the closet? And is there something maybe custom that you've decided to go with to kind of maybe up your suit game? Because y'all don't wear suits anymore on the sideline. Um, you're a big pullover type group, which is good for people like you who are athletic and thin. Uh, I don't think the pullover always works for guys that are shaped like like myself, but uh, what are you What are you doing uh, suit-wise? Uh,
1: you make me laugh, man. I don't know that I'm getting into pullover etiquette and who's worthy to wear them and who isn't. <laughs> um, but my wife, my wife will get into what suit looks good on me and which one doesn't. So uh, I put zero thought into that. I'm going to put three suits on the bed, and she's going to pick one, and like a robot, I'm going to go with what she goes with. So um, I think that's probably one of the easier decisions I have this week is... Is uh, which suit my wife tells me to wear. And then I'll just kind of go from there and pack that. So, um, yeah, I, I care, but I don't care that much. And if you uh-huh. got a wonderful wife who, who's going to make sure you look okay, just go with that and, and kind of move on and enjoy life. Would
0: you, would you let me weigh in, like when you lay them out, would you take a picture of them and at least you don't have to go with what I select, but I'd li- at least like to, you know, have a vote have some kind of, you know, just participation in that?
1: You know, when you invited yourself over to my house,
0: uh, <laughs> you know, kind of unknowingly, 10 minutes
1: ago, you got a 100% yes. Yeah. And when it comes to you picking a suit out for me, it's just going to be 100% no. So you're you're batting 50-50. Yeah. And if you were yeah. a baseball player, you'd be better than Ted Williams and in the Hall of yeah. Fame, so I want you to feel good about that. Yeah. But, um, I'm not going to send you a picture. But you can right. come over, so come on over.
0: Yeah, that'll be that. Would be good now. Miro and Jacoby and Eve. I saw a picture of Eve on campus. Uh, I guess all of those you said a full roster was there, so all the uh, freshmen have have shown up. Um, I mean, this is guard wise, you are pretty deep. I mean, because you think about Langston and uh, our our man. Uh, oh, our man from Kilgore, the land of East Texas. I mean, I kind of like him, uh, Dantoine yeah, yeah, I mean, I. Yeah, kind of like him a lot, Grimes. I mean, just in terms of pure depth, I mean, is this about as good as you've had going into a season? I mean, this is a lot of different weapons you you have to choose from.
1: Yeah, I I think I want to start with the freshmen because it's the first time we've ever had all three of our guys invited to the hoop summit where they take the top 12 Uh international players and the top 12 American players and have them play each other in an all-star game, and all three made it. And um, all three kids are unbelievable kids, both on and off the court. And uh, Miro actually just left today because he's going to play for the Finnish national team, the men's team. He plays with Markkanen. And actually last summer he played against Jokic. So he's on the floor with NBA players, and he'll play in Japan to represent Finland and the men's team. So he's kind of skipped the U19 step and gone straight to the men's team. So we're missing him a little bit right now, but we get Jacoby and Eve here. and They're doing a great job. They're as mature and special Uh, young men as you're going to find they both went away to prep school so they kind of lived on their own already so you kind of had young men walking into your program which is a nice touch Um, but the wingspan and the athleticism and we're certainly deep at the guards but I would not underestimate our center position this year and um, with John and Josh and Eve and Caleb and Jalen just all together the the wing and the, the big position there is depth and I don't know what our top end is to me you find that by what the team is and how they play together, and you don't know that till November. But I, I will say we, we went after trying to fill in some depth issues and some defensive issues, and I think we've done both those things. And uh, when you come to the gym to watch us play, you're going to feel short. And if you did the wingspan test against our guys, you're going to feel like, well, they have a much longer wingspan than both you and I. Um, so I agree with you. Depth is special. Defense will be improved. And then from there, it's, it's really just about staying healthy for us right now and not making any predictions. The best thing to do is just stay humble and work every day. And these kids are doing that. They, they were awesome the last two days in practice. So um, maybe more than enjoying the backyard with Coach P, you come and you watch us a day, and you're going to see um, how special the depth is. But uh, within that, how good our freshmen really are.
0: Very excited. I mean, I've been looking forward to this conversation and uh it, it uh i uh, really some great information have fun at the draft we'll be watching and uh, always fun to see a couple of baylor players involved in that uh thank you coach jacus appreciate the time this afternoon hope you have a uh, wonderful weekend
1: happy father's yeah, thanks day Thanks for having me yeah you too and thanks for having me and hope you enjoy lake highlands there's a lot of things about lake islands that we like and you're definitely mm-hmm. one of those things and um You know, enjoy Father's Day, and thanks for all you do for us. Yeah, just really appreciate you. So enjoy your
0: weekend. That means a lot. I don't think I'm number one in Lake Highlands right now, but uh, that's okay. That's okay. As long as I'm in the top five. Thank you, Coach. I'll see you soon. Okay, talk soon. John Jakus, Baylor coach. There happens to be somebody Baylor is uh, recruiting out of Lake Highlands, Texas, and he happens to be the number one player in the country for 2024. And uh, that's, uh, I, hope, I hope they get him. He narrowed down his choices recently, and Baylor was certainly among his top. I think he narrowed it down to either four or five, and the Bears were in there.